Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody, and thanks for joining us for the PHNX Suns post-game show. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Lindsay Smith, here with Salt Bookman and Gerald Borgay. And unfortunately, we get sad music tonight <laughs> because the Phoenix Suns fall to the Kings 135-127 to in an epic third-quarter meltdown that made me feel some feels. How are you guys doing? I'm up. Go ahead, Gerald. I mean, that was bad. Like that was that was a bad game. They got outscored 45 to 26 in the third quarter, and that was one of their worst games of the season. Not just because it was winnable at a time when they need to pick up wins, but also because of the way that they lost it. And it felt like it was just a complete mental and leadership collapse like everybody's gonna talk about rotations or or monty or timeouts being called and you can have a valid gripe about the timeouts thing because monty should have called one during that third quarter run but what lost this game to me was the lack of leadership when you look at devin booker when you look at chris paul and yeah when you look at monty this team was not mentally prepared for the Kings to battle back. They weren't mentally prepared for the officiating to kick in and for Ed Malloy to start going on one, and it cost them. And it's it's crazy to me that this happens after Monty gets fined 20K and you get the most favorable whistle in the first half that you've gotten in weeks. And at the first sign of adversity in the third quarter, you completely melt down, you give them free points with technical fouls, you spend time whining about the officiating, and it got in their heads. And you can't do that in a place like Sacramento where the home crowd is really into it and they have a great fan base there. This was a concerning loss in this one game. I'm being consistent. I'm still not panicking. I don't know why people don't understand the nuance in that. But this was a bad loss. It was the worst loss of the season. It's okay to say that. And I think it's also okay to say them dropping to fifth, I'm not panicking still. I think there's room for both things, but... I'm already getting slandered for saying that this was the worst loss of the season because apparently you can't think both things. I um I a million percent agree with you. Mm-hmm. I, I listen. You have Devin Booker and Chris Paul, and for the longest time this season, people have been frustrated because Devin Booker wasn't getting the calls. Mm-hmm. And tonight, there was a couple. There was one where he drove. It was one on four, uh, and mm-hmm. he he did he barely got grazed. And missed the layup mm. and turned around and bitched about it. They come down and hit a three. Yep. And I'm like, bro, that's on you. Mm-hmm. That is on you. And as the leader of this franchise, 
you have to do better. Mm-hmm. You have. To, we have not been strong or hard on book for a variety of reasons, mostly because he doesn't deserve it. And he carries the load. He carries too. the load. Mm-hmm. But tonight he let the team down. Yes. A million percent mm-hmm. he let the team down. He let his he let his emotions get the best of him. He missed a shot at one end and immediately sprinted down to the other end and hacked the 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 guy and it was just like, bro, you got to control yourself better than that. Right. Like, it be, because you don't get the calls as much as frequently as you do, you'd think you'd be a little used to it by now that you don't get a call here and there, and you just kind of just keep going, just keep playing, just keep playing. But instead, what you did is you manifested your frustration on the court. It bled into your teammates. Everybody else got frustrated, Chris Paul included, and Chris Paul melted down a little bit. Mm -hmm. He was trying to flop, trying to force contact, and he got dinged. And so you got multiple technicals, and that was right in the middle of a run that the Kings were making. And that essentially... They didn't. The Kings didn't look back since then. From, from from the moment they took the lead, that was basically it. And this is on those two guys specifically because they are the leaders. They're the only ones that are the most consistent guys out there on the court for this Phoenix Suns team, and they let the team down. Yeah, I mean, I agree entirely. Like in a moment where things get a little bit out of your control or frustrating. Those two are supposed to be the two who have the level head. Mm. They're supposed to be the one who lift up the rest of the other guys, bring them along, say, it's okay, like, let's focus, we got this, we're good. Mm. And we saw guys from the bench doing that to them tonight. And that's not, like, it's great that we're seeing that from the bench guys, right? Like, that's cool, but it shouldn't be that, it shouldn't be directed towards Book and CP. No, it should not fall on them. No, and that's, I think, what's most frustrating is because if Book and CP had kept their cool, they could have easily gotten through a stretch of whistles and -hmm. come out with a W tonight, easily. Mm -hmm. But instead, they just leaned into the feels and completely let it consume them, and it took control of the rest of the game. Yeah, it it was disconcerting to see how everything kind of just fell apart right there, Uh, missing buckets, missing shots. Uh, frustrated with the whistle, and listen, the the, the whistle was a uh, was was not good in that third quarter. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong; I'm not trying to say that there are, and I'm not saying. Listen, there's a difference between Devin Booker scoring 30 plus points in eight straight games. I get that, Jose. He's he's a great player. Nobody disputes that at all. No. But as the leader of the franchise and the leader of this team, he has to lead by example. And because he let the emotions get the best of him, he let it bleed into the other people on the team when he could have controlled it. Kept everybody calm, said, no, we got this. Fuck the refs. We're good. And he can't win the game by himself. You're right. Terrence Ross tried to chip in. He had 30 points. Like, Chris Paul was okay. And Jock Randale had 17. They, they were rolling in the first half. They were mm-hmm. rolling in the first half. But you can't, you can't be a front runner. I'm sorry, you can't be a front runner. Not in this game, not at this time of the season. You can't just be going good, everything's all hunky-dory when things are grooving for you. When you face adversity, you got to fight through it, and they didn't do that. Right, and then that's what's frustrating, too, about this loss is you look at the bench production. When are we going to get scoring nights like this Shoot. out of Ross, Landale, and Warren all in the same yeah. game? Like, you mentioned Ross had 30, Landale had 17, he had 12 in the first quarter or the first stint that he had, um, and TJ Warren had 15 I look Warren and Ross are traffic cones on defense right now. I think Warren tried in that first half and was okay, and then in the second half they were going at him repeatedly. Um, so I, I, Monty's getting a very good look at what he has, but you know, in a in a game like that, it, it's not on Warren, it's not on Landale, it's not on Ross that the reason they lost this game. And, and look, Booker, his stat line looks great at the very end. 
but 14 of those 32 points came in the fourth quarter when they were already down by 8, 10 points. Like, he was doing his best to make up for what happened in that third quarter, but it wasn't enough, and it's still inexcusable when you look at what happened in that period. It was a it was a meltdown of leadership. There's several liabilities right now on that defensive side. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The guys are just not playing very good defense at all. Mm-hmm. You know, I know Pat Bev talked about Chris Paul being a, a, a cone, but damn, it felt like there was a lot of cones out there tonight. And yep. that's that's not a good thing. And we've been harping on that. I mean, it feels like for like the last month or two, like this defense has got to step up. And I'm sorry, even DA is going to help a little bit and, and KD is going to help a little bit. But I mean, there are some egregious lackadaisical play on the defensive end by multiple other guys that give you pause for concern. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not saying the sky's falling. I'm not even saying they can't fix any of this stuff, but it has been repetitive for a little too long for my liking, Mm -hmm. and they need to fix it ASAP. Yeah, that 135 points for the game, 79 in Mm. the second half, Mm. including a 45-point quarter. Like A 45-point quarter. That's nuts. That's Blessings. Nuts. You can't do that if you want to win in this league, especially against the number three seed in the West. There's just there's no and, and look, their defense will get better when they go from busy to DA and when they go from uh Tory Craig to KD in that starting lineup, it will. But right now it's it's not looking great on that end it, of the floor. They gotta pick it up. This yeah. was almost not like the OKC game, but very similar uh from the fact that like the OKC game, they just fell apart. They played sloppy defense. They turned the ball over. But the, mm. the referees and the and the whistles and stuff like that, did, did, that wasn't really a, a, a third part of the concern, right? Mm. Um, but they still melted down in the third quarter. They still gave up the lead in the third quarter, fourth quarter. Like they, they continuously find their ways. I'm sitting over here, and I'm watching this, and they had a point where they were – I think they were up by nine. And they had like two or three straight possessions where they're just doing this shit. Yeah. <laughs> fucking ball just going wherever the fuck it wants to go and tr- just like what the hell like you gotta keep you gotta control the ball I hope that ball didn't go in the water it went <laughs> somewhere oh shit it was pretty close oh it did it almost almost did but uh, like you gotta be better than that all, 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 together, all together like mm. you gotta stop turning the ball over you stop like Chris Paul I don't know what the hell he was doing on a couple times tonight but he drove in the middle lane turned around jump pass right to the Kings and I was like Dude, what is you doing? Who's the 17-year-old vet or 17-year vet or 18-year vet and who's the rookie out here? Like mm. it's frustrating as hell with this team sometimes, yeah. man. Yeah. Okay, well, you know why I'm not like overly angry? There's like three reasons why I'm not overly angry right now. Okay. Care to guess the first two? OGs and Four Peaks? No. Well, yeah, one of them Four Peaks, but okay. the other one, the first one <laughs> Mm-hmm. Is because on my way home from Dobson Ranch Golf Course, which is where we had our second tea party tonight, mm-hmm. I'm going to stop at Circle Gang and get a little snack. Oh, there you go. A little snacky snack. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate the way you said that. But <laughs> Why? <laughs> a little snacky snack. It's, it's like that one video where the guy calls like, it's like a snack. Like yeah. instead of a snake, look at that snake. But it's a snack. <laughs> I need my bowl. <laughs> so I was like, I got to get out of here. I can't listen to this shit anymore. Um, but Circle K has the best snacks. Whether you are looking for Polar Pops, um, regular sodas or drinks, or the frozen ones, which are my absolute favorite, they've got donuts, they've got chips, they got beef jerky, they've mm. got peanuts they've got popcorn all of the things you can find them at circle k you can also get 12 packs of beer for just 10 bucks you can get red bull two of them for five dollars and 75 cents monster you can get two of them for four dollars and 50 cents 
They always got deals. They always got the best snacks. They're always stocked. So make sure you guys are not missing out on all the great stuff and be sure to be stocked for March Madness all month long. Head to circlek.com slash store dash locator to find a Circle K near you. And then for you guys, you could always stop at the grocery store on your way home and grab a pack of Four Peaks beer because it is a Friday after all. It is. And we do have a game tomorrow. So, you know, a nice uh, 12 pack of beer for from Four Peaks could last you all weekend. Maybe you share with a couple of your friends or family members. But Four Peaks goes hand in hand with Suns basketball. And in addition to just how great their beer is, their pub down in Tempe is awesome. And the Cardinals, they've got the third pick in the draft. It's going to be a huge event for them, and it, the best place to take it all in on April 27th is at Four Peaks, their 8th Street Pub down in Tempe. So check it out. As a reminder, you do have to be 21 years or older, and we ask that you enjoy responsibly. Um, can, um, I, can I respond to something real quick, or yeah. do you have another ad read? No, that was it. I was just going to tell you the so, real reason why I'm not chaotic, like crazy. So, um, uh, like, I, I love Jose in our chat. He's a very passionate guy. Mm. He's very pro-book. I know you love yourself some <laughs> Devin Booker, and that's fine. We like, all do. He's a great player. Mm-hmm. Like, I love him. Like, But there's a little nuance to this. You know, you're sitting there saying, oh, Chris Paul had a double-double, fools. They still lost the game. And you know why? Because Chris Paul's out there fucking turning balls over like crazy. Like, again, <laughs> your two franchise players, you got to do it for four quarters. And there's there's points and key moments in this in games where you really have to come through and really like relax everybody. And they didn't do that tonight. And that's when everything fell apart. And then they tried to they tried to rectify it. They tried to corral it and, and everything. Like, they they can have great stats all they want. But you still got to win these games, and you still got to, uh, you know, persevere through adversity, and that's all we're saying tonight. I don't. That's not. That's not. Uh, you know, controversial. No. Like we all saw the same game, right? Like we saw how they melted down in the third quarter. Right. It was specific to this game. We're not talking about Devin as a person or in totality for the season or anything of that sort. Are there times where we wish that Devin? Wouldn't argue so much with the officials? Yes. Mm. But this specific game is the one game that we are referring to when we're talking about him having kind of a mental lapse, if you will. Mm. And that's, it happens, but we don't want to ever see it from a guy like Book. Like right. that's that's what makes this so kind of a wow. And I'm I'm shocked at what happened in front of our eyes tonight is because Book is not that guy who right. usually lets those emotions affect the way that he mentally plays the game he doesn't do that that often so when it does happen it's like what the hell right and for me that's why i've been saying like for me this is one of the worst losses of the season obviously you need to stack up wins right now and i'm i'll be consistent like it's not it's not their worst loss because they didn't have two of their top four players in the lineup that's obvious but from a mental standpoint watching book unravel like that watching chris paul unravel like that when the whole appeal of Kevin Durant wanting to come to Phoenix is, hey, we've got the leadership portion covered. You just come out here and ball. And this is what the leadership shows. It shows that the losses are starting to get to you a little bit. It shows that you're wavering in your faith and and what is working for you a little bit because the results are not matching the process. And that's a little concerning to me. They're two and six since Kevin Durant has been out. They've got two more games to go without him, uh, hopefully, assuming that he comes back on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And they're they're tough ones. They've got the Sixers tomorrow night, second night of a back-to-back, also a second night of back-to-back for Philly. 
And then they've got Utah on Monday, uh, who has played them pretty well this season. So, yeah, they need to stack up wins. But for me, the most concerning thing is, like, you want Book to, especially coming off that fine, coming off the best officiated half that we've seen for Phoenix in a while, and the first sign of adversity, this is what happens. Like that, there's just no excuse for that. That was a winnable game, and they beat themselves. The Kings are a good team, but the Suns beat themselves tonight. Let's yeah. let's look at some of the numbers from tonight's game, just to kind of paint the picture. Uh, Gerald Espo's not here. You want to handle sure. what's in the box? Sure. Tonight? Let's take a look at what's in the box. It's a 135-127 loss. Holy shit! They gave up 135 points. That's insane. Uh, free throws. The Suns were up, I think, 10-4 in free throw attempts in the first half, and the Kings wound up winning it 32 to 29. Suns again leaving a lot of points at the line, missing seven free throws. Three-pointers, they really struggled with this. Nine for 29. The Kings went 13 for 39, so not much better, uh, except Kevin Herter, I think, hit like probably seven of those or something. Yeah, he was, uh, he was, he was str- They half. kept losing him. That was frustrating, yeah. too. You can't lose Kevin Herter. Um, and then points in the paint. Kings win 64 to 56 in that battle. Um, again, you can't lose a shooter like Kevin Herter, especially a guy that's killing you. He hit... What was he? Six for 12 from three. And it felt like TJ Warren and Terrence Ross lost him a couple of times after he had already hit like three or four. Like that Mm -hmm. just can't happen. For sure. Yeah, I would love to hear Jose tell me why the Suns lost tonight since it wasn't Chris Paul's fault and it wasn't Devin Booker's fault. Please, please tell me why. Because it's just frustrating to to watch some of these comments and uh, you know, you can call me names if you want to. That's cool, but that's just low class (laughs) and that's low bar. Uh, And again, like we can give constructive criticism. We're not gonna. Not everything is freaking sugar fairies and lollipops out here, dude. I don't know what the fuck we're doing. Like they had a bad game. Like to to their standards, they did not. They did not lead by example. They did not play the kind of caliber game that they could have to win this game, especially in the third and fourth quarter. That's it. It's not that hard. Anybody would tell you that if they watched this game. Yeah. Except for Jose. Well, it's funny because you're catching it from Jose in the chat. I'm catching it from people on Twitter who are... Look at me, not I, doing anything to piss people off today I, except for pronouncing snack I, I literally got blamed by someone on Twitter for not asking the hard questions, and that's why Phoenix Sports never wins anything because the media here is you don't ask the hard questions? Oh yeah, we're, we're really going for the... For the what's the everybody's just angry tonight. It's just fair. You can they've be been angry, angry for like two weeks, and I get it. Losing streaks aren't fun. They but do suck. Yeah, they're not fun. They're not yeah, fun. Fuck, you think we we're having suck. a great time out here? <laughs> we, we were this, earlier. We were having this tremendous event. The Suns were up at the half. We were feeling pretty we good, were. and then everything just kind of fell apart. Yeah, but listen. Gerald got hit in the face with a bug. Like what the fuck? I did. That bitch came right at me. A giant ass grasshopper just flew right into his grill. Like what the hell, man? Back the fuck off. Okay, it's been tough tonight. I was having a great night though. I won. I technically won the three point contest until I wasn't allowed to win the three point contest. Each and exploits can't win the three point contest. That's. I mean, that's fair. But I. I would just like the record to state that I won the contest. You should have just said you beat me, and that's all that matters. I do. I wasn't even trying to beat you. I was trying to beat the other thirty people. That. I can accept. I can accept a loss because I did not perform the way I fucking could have. Yeah, Both of tough. my granny shots missed. They were right they on were the money really though. Close. Oh, they close! Were really it close. was so frustrating. <laughs> but you know what? We're talking about wins tonight. I also got a win tonight. Yeah, I got a win with my pick of the night. Did That's you? That's right. <laughs> I was, if I recall correctly, yep, the only one who hit their bet tonight, which means I am now moving up even further. 
on uh, the leaderboard yeah, as far as our win? earnings. I think I won win? like thirty three some odd dollars, something like that. Oh, so so what is the what does the little earnings graphic look like, Emma? Oh, I like this. I'm at two eighty six oh four. Saul's at two fourteen thirteen, and Espo. Ooh, Espo looking rough. One seventy seven. <laughs> That's still looking rough. <laughs> That's <messed> up. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I like that. I got a W there, but you know what? If we want to continue on the positive before we go back to the negative, we'll start with this super chat and then we'll go to the rest of them. Okay. Frank sent in a super chat. Thank you, Frank. Appreciate you. Said flowers to Ross and Warren. Monty, use your timeouts. We'll start with the flower side, right? Because yeah. that's the good side mm-hmm. here. Yeah. It was. It's nice to see that TJ obviously... We're not going to talk about defense just yet, okay? Just give me five minutes. We'll get there. Mm -hmm. But it's nice to see that TJ is knocking down buckets lately because that was a concern at first. The first handful of times he even saw minutes, he wasn't taking his shots. He was passing them up, and then when he did take them, they weren't going in the bucket, and that was unfortunate. But in these last couple games, Monty has given him a lot more playing time, and he's taken advantage of it offensively. TJ Warren tonight finished with 15 points. And then looking at Ross, I mean – Team you know, EJ, EJ said that TJ Warren would win us a playoff game. Yeah. Low-key Terrence Ross might. He's definitely going to. Yeah. And the question is whether he can stay on the floor defensively long enough to do so. Because... That's fair. Like, tonight was... Tonight was his night. It was a season-high 30 for him. He went 6 of 10 from 3. The rest of the Suns combined went 3 of 19 from 3. Like, if the rest of the Suns even shoot... Make a couple more threes. It's a totally different game. Yeah. Um, he was great offensively, but again, you see some of the miscommunications on defense. Opponents are going to go at him. They're going to view him as the pigeon or TJ Warren as the pigeon when they're out there. So the question is whether they're going to have enough high-scoring nights like this to kind of counterbalance that. And whether, you know, when the Suns have Kevin Durant and DA, obviously Ross and Warren are probably not going to be closing. So there is that on the bright side of things. Hey, listen, I, I love Terrence Ross. I have liked him the whole season. I think he played great tonight. I, you know, he, there was a couple shots at the end of the game where I was like, oh, man, we needed that one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, hey, overall, again, like Gerald said, you get you get point production like that from him and Devin Booker, you think, okay, you, you should be able to you should be able to pull this one out. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's just – listen, the Suns are <sighs> – they're in the bad place right now. I know. <laughs> they're in the they're in the they're in the sunken place and they're it's trying to they're well, not trying the to sunken find a, place. They're in the sunken place right now. They're <laughs> waiting stole they're waiting soul. for somebody to just <laughs> no. clap, man, because right now they're just like, Oh, what's going on? Right. And they're oh. ho- maybe KD's that guy that'll hopefully uh, snap them back out. But and uh, and honestly, like I know everybody keeps saying it over and over again. We shouldn't have traded for KD. We shouldn't have traded for KD. Which is I'm like wild to me. Bro, like <laughs> you were not we were not winning a championship the way this team was constructed i don't know how many times we had to say it we saw this movie before we never we didn't we didn't win it like mm-hmm. we didn't win it and this year we weren't going to do it either like you had to make a move and i i'm still fully on board with kd he's one of the greatest players of all time and when he comes back and they reel off seven in a row to end the season everybody's going to turn around and be like oh yeah yeah i fucking always knew it oh, <laughs> right no, man it's it's, <laughs> it's kevin durant's guys right. it's not mikhail bridges it's not cam johnson we saw those two guys in a son's uniform plenty of times to know that we're not going to get to the championship with them i don't give a shit what mikhail is doing in brooklyn okay i don't care what cam is doing I don't care. Kevin Durant will win a championship for the Phoenix Suns. Fucking mark it down right here. Oh, man. It will happen. Oh, snap. 
Okay, because that's interesting. Mm-hmm. We're going to move on and then we'll, we'll come right back to it. But that's interesting <laughs> because do you think KD is happy? Because I feel like people are starting to question if KD is questioning the Suns, right? So wow. Kyle sent us a super chat and said, what did KD see in this team? What did he see? He sees Devin Booker dropping 30-plus a night. He sees a team that is built to win a title this year and has the core pieces to do so for the next couple of years. He sees a contender that he can close out his prime with that these guys are all about the hoops. We've talked about this so many times before. I feel like I'm just regurgitating the yeah. shit that we said the first night that we knew that he wanted to come here. But I and I understand people are looking around and like even I was saying like this was a leadership failure tonight mm-hmm. on the part of Booker and Paul and that's concerning. But Kevin Durant has been here for like a month. He's not fucking questioning being traded here after a month. And he's also not questioning like, oh, man, Tory Craig in my starting role. He's really not living up to my stand. Like, Tory Craig just needs to come in during the playoffs and play 15 solid minutes of defense, crash the offensive glass, and he will do his part for this team to win a title. You know, you know what's going to happen tonight? I can guarantee you, because this is what Devin Booker and Chris Paul are all about, okay? Mm-hmm. They, they would tell you to your face, yeah, I, I probably let this team down. I I would be shocked if they didn't say it in the post-game presser right now. Mm-hmm. But what I will say is this. I guarantee you those two talk to each other tonight and say, yeah, we, we got we to got, we got push through. Mm-hmm. We, and we got to lead by example. Right. And mm-hmm. guess what? Tomorrow, you'll probably see a, a better effort from both of them in terms of not letting the noise from the refs get in their head. Like, they're great basketball players. They're above that shit. Like, mm-hmm. they don't need to do that. And, and I guarantee you they're going to play better tomorrow. From a leadership standpoint, you will you probably will not see that anymore again. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so, too. I hope so. Especially here on out. You can you can do that next year, but you, have, you get one, one a season. Also, one like, a regular season. Also, like, let's not panic because, mm-hmm. like, KD's, Coming when, he, back. When, when he comes back, mm-hmm. you know, it's not the magical cure, but it is – it it did definitely help. Yeah. And when DA comes back, now you're at full bore. And even if they don't win the title this year, guess what? You got the offseason to kind of revamp your roster, get some pieces in here that you think are going to be better suited defensively, especially for your team. And they're just going to run it back and they're going to have a, a good team. Like, I trust that that will happen. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I just I feel like it's like you said, it's not a magical cure all, but. I mean, it's like people didn't watch those three games, and I know two of them were against inferior opponents and non-playoff opponents, but like the way that he makes everybody's lives easier from a spacing standpoint, from knocking everyone down a peg in their role, like these are all huge things. There are guys playing in roles that they're not going to be asked to do come playoff time. Like Torrey Craig is not going to be playing 35 minutes and expected to take four or five threes. Like Bismack Biombo might not play at all unless it's a matchup dependent thing. Mm-hmm. I, I would rather focus on the things that actually could translate to the playoffs, like Jock Landale in his current backup big role, providing big minutes, not just tonight, but over the last few weeks. He told us on the PHNX Suns pod a few weeks ago that he felt like he was playing his bas- best basketball since Kevin Durant came into the fold. Like Terrence Ross hopefully working out some of the kinks defensively. Like those are the things that I feel like matter more than focusing on what Tory Craig's doing or if, is Josh Okogie missing shots and stuff like that. He's not going to be taking that many shots when Kevin Durant's in the fold. Mm-hmm. So a couple more super chats. Trevor, thank you for yours. They said, we may lose until Katie comes back. Been a Suns fan for life, but I don't think it's going to matter when KD comes out or comes back. I'm sorry. Dug ourselves a hole. Could be wrong. 
I mean, you you could be right. I'm not sitting here pretending like I know everything's going to be fine. They're going to breeze to a title, but I just don't think to this team that playoff seeding matters as much. And even if they fall to the six and avoid avoid the play-in, then they got this Kings team in the first round that they have played very well against. And even in the two losses, like tonight, they should have won this game. They yeah. were in the last game, and they were shorthanded for both of those. Mm-hmm. Like, who in, who in the Kings is going to guard Kevin Durant in that series? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> they have no answer for They don't have an answer for Book. Book's been dropping like 35 to 40 on them every matchup this season. They can't even handle Book. Can you imagine if they have Book and Kevin Durant yeah. to worry about? Like, mm-hmm. come on. Manitas de Piedra thinks differently, though, says it would have been nice to move up to three. But at this point, just get KD and DA healthy. Make the playoffs, even if you're eighth seed. That's all that matters. Yep. My God. I, I don't. I mean, obviously, we don't want him to slide to the eighth and, and have to deal with the play-in because then that's a do-or-die oh, thing. But, man. like, again, this is all about matchups. It doesn't matter what seed they are. Mm-hmm. Like, if they are fully healthy, I still believe they can be anyone in the West in a seven-game series. And I understand wanting an easier matchup and home court advantage and all that. But if you truly believe that, then it, it shouldn't matter, honestly. Yeah. The Suns are going to be fine. They're going to be fine. We'll see. Um, Kylo has a super chat. They said defense, three-pointers, timeouts, and emotional immaturity. Yes. Yeah. That sums go. it all up. Yep. There you go. <laughs> Absolutely. Just did our job for us. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Where were you at the beginning yeah, of the show? Real, we could have gotten home. We could have gone home. could have bailed us all out. <laughs> all right. And then Alter John Quid, thank you for your super chat, said, I want to know. Until what point with Gerald will you panic? Or does he not have no fears? <laughs> yeah. When's your panic, Gerald? When's your panic, Gerald? I don't pan- I wasn't panicking heading into game seven and I was wrong on that. I, I'm <laughs> so fine. you don't panic. He wasn't, no, I just, he, he wasn't panicking going into the fourth quarter of game no, seven. I no I, well, that's that's different. I, I wasn't panicking because it was over at that point. But I will say, like, I'm not the type to panic, but I understand. I understood heading into game seven why people were panicking. This situation, I still feel like I don't fully get it because I know they're sliding in the playoffs, but we've been saying all along, like, this team with a Kevin Durant healthy, it doesn't matter what seed you are. It doesn't matter who you're playing. The West is wide open. The Suns can win. So it, it's just one of those things where I'm staying consistent with what I've been saying. Like, yeah, they, it, they could slide and it would suck and it would make their road harder. But I still believe that fully healthy, this team is as good or better than anyone else in the West. So I'm standing by that. All right. Two more Super Chats. El Coronel. Thank you for your Super Chat. said, wish KD, DA, and Espo were back. Well, I could tell you Espo will be back tomorrow. Yes. So that's one piece of good news that I can deliver to you. Um, and then KD might be back on Wednesday. And we don't know about DA. DA won't be back tomorrow. Well, yeah, not no. tomorrow, but we'll keep you posted. Yes. But thank you for your super chat. We got a one from Laking. Laking, thank you for yours. Said, if the Suns don't win this year, they will be favorites to win it next year with a full off season under Katie's belt. You hope so. It depends on what they do with the rest of the roster because they've only got like five or six guys under contract heading into next season. So they will have to either bring guys back or find ways to improve with limited means to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's going to be looking at Chris Paul if this playoff run doesn't go well in terms of how can they upgrade the point guard spot? Is he too old? Yada, yada, yada. Um, but they, they'll be in the conversation for sure because if you have Devin Booker, if you have Kevin Durant, and if you have DeAndre Ayton, like you're, you're sitting pretty. Yeah. All right, so let's go back to that thing that I was talking about around Flowers and Terrence Ross because 
Terrence Ross does deserve the crown. He is tonight's player of the game. We got to give him some love. He had 30 points tonight. He was 6 of 10 from deep, 11 of 16 from the field. Did we play the Warriors tonight? He was so good. He was he out was there so balling good. with Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson was giving him the business tonight. But look at the flowers. Look at the flowers. Damn, that's why, he's, like, damn. That's why he's been rough defensively. He's guarding the wrong team. Yeah. <laughs> Did, why did no he, one tell him? Was, was that, was, <laughs> Emma walked off set. She's Ross, mad at us. In fact, in Sacramento tonight. I don't know if he was. I don't know. Maybe he was in the Warriors game. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm so confused. That's tough, man. <laughs> oh, blessings. Poor Emma. <laughs> Emma's going to go home immediately, oh. take a sleepy time OG's uh. edible, and just pass out and try and forget everything we ever said to her today. <laughs> Poor Emma. She's giving us all she's the giving, 11s right now. The, 11s. <laughs> <laughs> the Sleepy Edition gummies, they are live and active. They've got so many great things here, right? It's the CBN THC 2 to 1 ratio, and oh, the flavor is shit. the Aqua Berry Sleep edition now cbn is the compound that, that specifically helps with rest relaxation it helps with staying asleep and falling asleep if you want to check out og's sleep edition gummy you can find them at your local dispensary or by checking out ogsbrands.com but you have to be 21 years or older to enjoy Gerald, what on earth are they trying to what is that it's a pepperoni <laughs> I'm pretty Dear sure I just Lord. got domed in the face with the second one, though. Yeah, you that's going <laughs> totally to be a clip. We're never going to beat the Kings oh my if, they, God. if they got Clay Thompson. How embarrassing. <laughs> what? I said we're never beating the Kings if they have Clay Thompson. Oh, yeah. Let's not do that. Mm -mm. Let's let's not. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. Um, one of the things that we did give out as a prize here tonight was free burritos from Illegal Pete's. Uh, no. Oh, no, it was Burrito Express, wasn't it? Yeah. Huh? Take the L on that one, Damn, budged it up. <laughs> I mean, we do love Burrito Express. And we did have a lot of free burrito cards to hand out here at our PHNX Tea Party. But what I was supposed to tell you about was Illegal Pete's. <laughs> Damn. And nothing cares. Oh so the this is our third quarter breakdown. What the fuck? <laughs> Where's the leadership here, huh? You tell me, Saul. <laughs> Oh my God, we've completely gone off but listen, the rails. I got a recovery, okay? Because the ad read says nothing cures my bracket is busted in the first round. Well, nothing cures screwing up an ad read like That's fresh tough. limes, tequila, lots of tequila, God, and sweet dude. agave. Mm -hmm. So make sure you try out an Illegal Pete's coin, premium, or frozen margarita. They have happy hour every single day from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. The best margaritas in Arizona. Check them out, you guys. They've got burritos. They've got tacos. They've got salads. A full bar with custom cocktails and beers. Uh, Illegal Pete's is where it's at. All right. Uh, speaking of which, real quick before you, you wrap up, uh, I do want to give a shout out to Dobson Ranch. Um, she said tequila. Um, I had the strongest <laughs> uh, tequila soda in my life tonight. It was like... I felt like it was like 16 shots of tequila and a little <laughs> splash of soda. It was delicious, but I was feeling pretty good today. Uh, they will do you right if you come over here to Dobson Ranch. I promise you that. Come see my guy, Matt Stark. He runs the whole shop. Uh, he does a great job. The, 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 the shot tracer pros out here, or the top tracers, are fantastic. It, they just do it a million percent right out here. It's a fantastic venue. So please come out and check out the people at Dobson Ranch. And if you're a diehard, you get a free ranch card. All you got to do is hit me up. Oh, even more goodies. 
Look at that going. Did you guys want to talk about anything else before I bring up my last thing? No. Not really. I'm done okay. with this game. <laughs> so the last thing that I wanted to mention, because in the pregame show, we had talked about how Monty got fined $20,000 for his comments about the officiating after the Lakers game. Mm. And I said, where does that money go? Where does it go? Well, Liz? I went to Google <laughs> during the game. Do we have a graphic game. for it? We mm. don't. Oh, that's too bad. But I can tell you where that money goes, kind of. I can give you an idea of where the money goes. Folks, so, I saved you guys an aneurysm today. I was just trying to put it up there so I could read there it verbatim. There was a fucking a whole <laughs> epic poem that she was going to force everybody to look at on a graphic. And I was like, bro, ain't nobody trying to read that shit. Maybe they would have, Saul. No, Maybe dude, they would have. Matt literally was like, dude, I got like five woods into that. I was like, I got a headache. <laughs> Well, maybe you and Matt need glasses. That's oh, why. That's why what, it makes your head I don't hurt. know what glasses are. You need some glasses. Glasses. Anyway, tell them. Okay. So, <laughs> according to some things on the internet, the NBA says that it allocates fine money to charity, although it is the only professional sports organization that does not publicize what specific charities receive donations. Now, the fine money of NBA players isn't donated to charities directly, but according to the NBA collective bargaining agreement, the NBA and the Players Association first equally split fines that are collected from players, with half of the fine going to the Players Association and the league retaining the other half. Each then donates its portion to a group of charities of its choice. Now, the weird part about this, of course, is the first line that it's like there's no public information about which charities get which. And there was a Sports Illustrated article where Matt Barnes was on the record that he was actually low-key upset about the fact that he didn't know where all the money that he paid in fines throughout his career was actually going. Mm. He wanted to have a little bit more of a say in that because he's like, I earned that 50 grand that you just find me. <laughs> right. At the very least, I should be able to pick which charity I want it to go to or give you three charities to choose from. Something that maybe I'm passionate about because at the end of the day, it's money that's coming out of my pocket. Mm -hmm. So if it's going to a charity, wouldn't that make more sense? Agreed. And he's like, and beyond that, the fact that I literally have no clue where this money is going makes me feel some type of way. Yeah, I feel yeah. you. Which I would feel the exact same way. Like mm -hmm. if there was a fine system within my job and you're like, it's going to charity. And then I don't get to see the receipts. I'm like, okay, that's sus. Yeah. Can you imagine if that's I dock, if I dock Lindsay's pay and I was like, you relate to, you relate to the show. And she was like, where, well, well, who gets to keep that money? And I'm like, you don't need to worry about that. Oh, we would <laughs> what? fight. Say what now? Uh, Marco Salas says the NBA is sus. Yes. Yeah. Yes, they are. So, they are. Ooh. I just thought that was really interesting. Like, I had heard through the grapevine, and I know you had mentioned it in pregame because you probably heard the things I did, that it goes to charity. But when you actually are looking into it, and it's like, but it's like way behind the scenes. There's mm. curtains in front of everything. It feels weird, and I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little suspect. And honestly, not to play the part of Espo and put on the tinfoil hat here, <laughs> but like, why is it that you have to go on a public rant and then get fined for officials to give you a little respect? What if the charity is just the NBA officials. We're literally filling their pockets. And that's the only thing that it takes to get them to change. It's, it's like indirect bribery. Yeah. It's like, here, take my fine money and maybe we can get some calls now. See, but you can't just give them the 20 grand. Right. You got to go out and you got to say some, some shit. Yeah. It's or gotta, throw a chair. It's, it's got to go through back channels. Yeah. You got to do the outwardly facing, we're mad about this. But really, you're just making a down payment on mm. your next first half, I guess. I but, like what's happening right now. Ed Malloy must not have gotten the... 
gotten his share I, of the I cut. Don't, I don't like that. We've harnessed the spirit of Espo in this show right now. <laughs> we had to give him uh, one shout out. I do want to respond to one comment earlier. Uh, DMV8 or something like that, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was something coming up. Keep going. There it is. It says, LOL, Saul is our beloved jinx. Forget that he wanted all collegiate Arizona basketball teams to be under the thumb of U of A. Listen, buddy. <laughs> Listen, buddy. Listen, pal. Ten years before DeAndre Aiden, you guys were basically like ASU. Never making the playoffs. <laughs> so don't give me that shit. Be happy with what you have. <laughs> oh, also, man. can we can we really can we just say this? Like, mm. this is gonna fucking I'm gonna rue the day I said this. Oh, oh God. But honestly, like I, I, I do I do I do encourage ASU. I'm not gonna say I root for them, but I do mm-hmm. encourage them. I do like them. Mm. Like I want them to succeed. Jalen Connors was out here hitting Conyers. some balls with us today. Connors today, cool, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, go away, Shane. Um, <laughs> and so, like, you know, it, it's it's cool. It's whatever. It's whatever. I'm still a wildcat. Wow, well, look at you go, Saul. Through and through. Growth. It's called growth. Who'd have thought? It's called maturity. Look at it's us. something that the, the Suns didn't have in the third quarter. <laughs> oh, burn. Hey, yo. Just saying. You know why? Because the U of A guy wasn't on the court. I'm sorry. Day oh. <laughs> wouldn't have provided that maturity. Yeah, it's, 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 it's fine. It is what it is. All right. Listen, I know it's a short show for tonight, but I'm cold, even though Peyton was mad at me in the chat because I right. have a hoodie and a beanie and soles and short sleeve shirt. That's because I stole his hoodie and I refused to give it back. Because right. I'm a gentleman, guys. That is very mm. gentlemanly Fight of you. Fight me, Peyton. Um, I'm freezing my ass off right now. <laughs> <laughs> Before we go, because I saw this come up a couple times in the chat and people have asked, no, I did not already do the quad shot. That is coming Monday night mm-hmm. after the Jazz game and post game. That is when I will be making good on my promise that if the Coyotes beat us in their fundraising, what was it, 2600 that they needed to get yeah. to? And they got there. So I owe you guys a quad shot of whiskey after that game. Speaking of which, Mm -hmm. um, I've been told, Mm. I've been told, that it is very difficult to bleach black hair. Yeah. Um, So just do the beard. And I might have to get it like professionally done. Oh, man. And so if that's the case, I got to figure out what I'm going to do. But I will do it. I will do it. All right. I promise you I will do it. Okay. We, we, we will pay our bets. We promise. Yes. Yeah. I, I, maybe, I will make may, sure they pay may, their bets. Maybe, so. maybe I do just dye the beard because it is white. It's probably easier to, to, to do that. You could try it. Done. I got this done. We'll, we'll come up with something. We'll come up with something. But we'll keep you guys posted. All right. <laughs> Emma, can they hear you? No. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, just, just Emma was going. just saying that Saul needs just, to do. Just keep going like she isn't even fucking there. <laughs> <laughs> Emma, we love you. And with that, we should say goodbye. Thank you all for joining us. We appreciate you as always. We do. We will see you tomorrow. We'll have a pregame show for you and a postgame show because it's a back-to-back for the Phoenix Suns. Until we see you tomorrow, have a great night. You can follow the show at phnx underscore suns. You can follow me at lindsaysmithaz. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore bookman. And you can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. Y'all rock, paper, scissors on who I'll do for it. Saul. I'll do it. You know, hey, listen. Uh, yeah, losing sucks. But being a dick is even worse. Have a good night. Phoenix Metro, Megas in control, and he ain't never gonna let go. PHNX though, Lindsey Gerald Espo. Saw past the ball, we here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me, y'all always rep the